to this edition of Taco Tuesdays with Ace. I'm the host with the most tacos, Ace Acosta. And we're back. It's been a while. You know, this COVID quarantine has uh, kind of kept us off air. But today we are back and I am excited to introduce you guys to my good friend, founder of Rayworks Production, actually created his own show called Locally Sourced EP, which we'll get into right now. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Ray Jackson. Ace, what's going on? Do I do I clap hey. for myself or? Oh, you clap. Round of applause, man. Round yes. of applause. Round of applause. How you been, amigo? Doing good, man. Just, just staying safe during this pandemic, man. You know what I mean? All right, family's good. Every, everybody's still staying healthy out there. Yeah, just keeping our own little NBA bubble here at the house, and with a, a couple other family members that watch help watch the kids. So keeping All it right. safe. That's the, the the Jackson bubble right there, huh? Got the Jackson bubble. <laughs> yeah, for on. sure. Well, as, sure. You, as, as you know, we do on this show, uh, we got to start out by, you know, taking a little bite on a taco. Oh. So Ray, showed, Ray, Ray has those nice uh, homemade crispy tacos right there. I, well, I had to go get mine bought right there. So. Well, I didn't make these ones. I could have probably taken. Uh, I got it at a local place here oh, in the Northeast. Ooh, yeah, Northeast. it's called a... Uh, huh? In the Northeast. Huh? The Northeast. I mean, we're all about... See, what we, us in the Northeast don't tell people is that uh, everyone here thinks that, you know, we're full of gang members shooting and violence, but we just tell everyone that so we keep everyone away so we don't have so much traffic as <laughs> people on the east side. <laughs> Perfect. Let's take a bite of the taco, start this thing out. Good. Mm-mm. I love tacos. Chicken? You got chicken? Chicken tacos. I got chicken and, and this is uh, from, it's called, um, oh, I'm going to choke. <laughs> it's a place here in Northeast called Casa de Torta. Super good, man. Casa de Torta. Shout out to Casa de Torta right there for some tacos. We are broadcasting live out of, oh, I am, the brand new downtown spaces. And Ray's coming from the Jackson bubble, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so, Ray, tell us. Yeah. Tell us. I know you're an uh, Andres Eagle. Is that correct? Tell yes. us uh, how it was growing up. Andrus. Andrus? I was one of those kind of kept to myself kind of things. So I had a small group of friends. We never kind of just hung out and did our own thing. Um, it, it was pretty cool, man. I mean, I, I can't, I can't complain. I mean, it was, I had a good time growing up here in the Northeast. Uh, playing, playing any sports? Uh, we, I played baseball. Um, I played baseball during high schools. It was probably, Probably good. I, I always think back like, you know, that what if I ever played football because I was always a big guy, but never really got into it. Kind of probably should have tried it out. So I tried it out, but no, but you did baseball though, right? Yeah. All right. Did you hit dingers? Huh? Did you hit them? Um, I had a couple. Um, a couple? Okay. My favorite one was, um, okay, I have two. There was one I, um, yeah, Bel Air High School. Um, I hit one right to left field down the line. And uh, it, it broke the window in the band room. So that was kind of cool. <laughs> and then and then my other one, uh, my other favorite one, which I kind of pulled in Houston Astros. I oh. stole the sign from the catcher. Oh. And I hit it uh, at Coronado, hit it dead center. I knew it was coming, so. Right, but so, that's on the catcher right there. If you can steal it from the catcher from that point. Yeah. That's on the catcher. They weren't yeah, banging was, on trash cans or nothing like that back in, back in the day, were they? No, nah, but... 
if you know it's coming, it's easy to hit it out. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So uh, going back into to your history, uh, I know you have uh, how many kiddos right now? I have two. Two. I have a 10-year-old and a three-year-old. And you've been married for how long? Oh, oh man. Yeah. That's oh, a, putting you on the spot. Mm-hmm. I did. Uh, this is why it's easy to remember. It's because uh, my one of my old my middle nephew from my oldest brother, me and my wife met and started dating when he was born. That was in two thousand two, and then my youngest nephew, uh, my older brother, we were married the same year he was born in two thousand six. So it gets it'll it was uh, thirteen years this year, I think. No, no, yeah, that we've been yeah. married. Wow. So um, yeah, Let's see, 13? yeah, no, fourteen years. Going Sorry. to fourteen. Four, no, it'll be 14 this year. It's 14 this year. Sorry. Attaboy. Attaboy. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a very good time. I don't remember the last time relationship other than tacos I've had for that long. Or <laughs> yeah, no, it's, we've, if, um, we've been together for a while, like, like I said, since 2002. So um, I'm super lucky guy, man. I, I can't. I don't even know why she, she's with me because she's such a great person and she's made me a better person. So I, I'm truly grateful and blessed. Shout out to Miss Jackson right there. Shout out to Miss Jackson. All right. Now I know Ray, for the fans out there, you have a history in the media business. Is that correct? You know, in the news area? Yeah, actually, um, I got started out as a volunteer at KDBC at Channel 4. Um, let's see, the two people that took me on were uh, Miguel Mendez. He does, he has his own um, company here too. And he, he still here in, in El Paso. Him and then uh, Angel Dominguez, also known as Axel in the media world. Um, they kind of took me on. I showed up one day and um, through a friend of mine, they got in contact with Miguel. And um, I volunteered there for like about a year or so. And um, after about a year, um, they offered me a part-time position editing the weekend shows. Mm-hmm. And did that on the weekends while I was working a full-time job. I was in the hospital, working with the hospital. And Worked there till they offered me a full-time job, and the rest is history, man. The rest is history. How how'd you like it in the news business? I liked it. I mean, it's it's like so. Let's see, what's the word? I mean, it's it's such a cool job, honestly. And the one thing people still kind of don't understand here in this area market, they think that if you work at the news, that you get paid a lot of money. <laughs> and that's a, that is a total opposite especially here in this market because like especially i remember when i left and they're like oh don't you get paid a lot of money and i'm like nope. <laughs> nope i i gotta admit though there was there was like a lot of cool perks i got to see a lot of cool stuff i got to do, meet a lot of good cool people um it is it, it's a good ride man i mean started out at channel four for a while I was there almost like almost like um eight seven or eight years when uh, I think it was a company called Pappas. Mm-hmm. They sold um, over to the company that owned uh, Channel 9 at the time, KTSM. So they merged those two. And then I ended up working over there at KTSM for a while. Got in, I started working um, in their production. Mm-hmm. That was kind of a cool, it kind of rounded me out from uh, being fo- being like an editor and then a photog and then rounded me out to the production side. So I got to learn a lot of cool stuff. I meet a lot of cool people. That is awesome. That is awesome. Now, what made the switch? You went from the news going into the school districts. Is that correct? Yeah. Um, 
just like it was it was kind of funny i was actually working uh doing like i think it was a ribbon cutting or groundbreaking for um it was for a um like a greenhouse or something for one of the schools i think it was a, a wainwright over the northeast off of dyer and um one of the, the pr director at the time i had known her for a little while and she kind of mentioned that there were the the position was opening up because the the photographer the video production specialist was retiring and she said i should try for it so i was like all right cool give it a shot and um applied for it and got a cool interview and got asked back a couple times and i guess i said something or did something right because they liked me and ended up getting the job that's awesome awesome pretty cool to work with school district seen quite a bit in that yeah um i mean it was a total I guess 180 from what I was used to. Cause I mean, the first few projects that I got from the school district, like I was, I had them done the same day. Basically. And they're like, you're finished already. Yeah. They're like, what are you doing? So it's kind of, it was kind <laughs> of a cool bad, man. You're making us look bad. <laughs> yeah. But it was more of like a, Hey, you know, you can, it's not like, Oh, you finished so fast. It was like more like, Hey, slow it down. You can take your time, uh, edit this way, you know, color correct, things like that. And, um, it, it was just like a, a nice change of pace to be able to do something like that and be a little, be a little more, cre- have a lot more time to be more creative. Basically. Gotcha. I've gotcha. Now, what got you into starting your own company, Ray Works Productions? For those that don't know, Ray does everything from video to weddings to other certain events and most notably the comic cons. That's fun. Yeah. Well, I mean, it just kind of like, um, kind of started from, um, just, I think I did some pictures for some family members and like, Hey, you could probably make some money off this on the side. And I was like, light bulb. (laughs) I had no idea why I didn't think about that before. So kind of just like sparked that idea from family member and just started doing it. Um, Scored a couple, you know, weddings here and there shooting photos at first. uh, First it was all photos. photos. Of course they could all I could afford was just a still camera. It was either one or the other. So (laughs) I went photography first. So I guess it's kind of like my first, first love. So did photos first and then eventually ended up getting into um, videos with that as well. Now, now go explain, explain to people that haven't been to a comic con, you know, first things people go, Oh, comic con, that's kind of nerdy, but, (laughs) but really show them because you, you got to see behind the scenes, you know, what, what, what's the comic con life really about? Well, like I know a lot of people, that's a lot of people's take too, is that, you know, comic cons are kind of nerdy. They're for those weirdos and just collect comic books and things like that. But you, if you haven't been one, you're missing out. I mean, even the local ones here are super cool. Um, Even if there's someone there that you've known from like a show from the past, or I mean, if there's a chance, like if you have a, if you collect anything like nostalgia stuff, like um, like old toys from back in your childhood, there's always someone there selling something that you like. There's there's usually stuff like for the whole family too. I mean, they sell like like anywhere from like backpacks and um, toys. I mean, it's really cool. And then of course the plus the bonus is that you have sometimes the cool celebrities that are there. I mean, half the t- most of the time for comic cons, I know now with everything going on, it's probably going to change a whole lot. But back um, a few years ago, especially last year with Comic-Cons, you 
take a photo, you can pay for a photo op and you like right next to the person. I'm um, pretty sure a lot of people have seen that Jason Momoa stuff, like where he was at the New Mexico Comic Expo. Mm-hmm. And I mean, every a lot of like my my sister-in-law, my older brother and his kids, they got to take a picture with him. And he said, you know, you can experience that celebrity up close and personal. And it's right just now, really mm-hmm. cool. Now, going back to that Jason Momoa one, now I believe... Was it you that gave him a certain gift or somebody else did? It was somebody else that took a, that had a photo op with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe I, I only thing I know of that is it was a lady. It was a girl who gave him the, the shirt and asked him to wear it. And I think he knew what it was and he, he ended up wearing it the whole rest of the time. The only thing I did was I shot and posted the first set of pictures of him at his, at his booth at his table with the shirt on. Um, gotcha. I, I know it feels bad. I know, I know it sounds bad, but I mean, I posted it just, I took shot with my big camera and I took a picture with my phone and posted it and people started stealing it. So I had to hurry back and um, <laughs> post it with my watermark because people kept stealing it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's my picture. <laughs> You're like, Hey, <laughs> but, wait a minute. <laughs> but he was the coolest dude, man. I mean, um, super nice. I mean, even if he was just putting on, the face just to be nice i mean dude he was so cool in one part at one time um little bit towards the end of the day after his second photo op he walked around walked around slash rode someone's longboard in on the comic-con floor yeah going to different uh booths there was a couple of booths he stopped at that had like 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 fan art that the artist made and he Mm -hmm. signed them for them Oh, wow. Like he didn't even charge him. He just went up to him and signed him. And so he kind of awesome. chit-chatted with them. He kind of hung out with the crowd. I mean, he had his little security detail, but I mean, he was still chit-chatting with people that were coming up to him. It, he was one of the cool. He's that's probably one of the coolest things I've seen a celebrity do at a Comic-Con. That is so awesome. That is so awesome. Yeah. Uh, other than that, what's been the, I guess, the celebrity that you got to cover or see at a Comic-Con that kind of got you starstruck? Um, it's a cool story. Uh, I'll try to tell it fast so it's not too long. <laughs> I went to it was when it was the last time it was named the Stan Lee Comic Con in Los Los Angeles, and I had re- online I had purchased the Stan Lee. It was when Stan Lee released his bio- autobiography, and I went to the booth to pick it up because I had also purchased the signature, like if he autographed it. Mm-hmm. So I went to the booth thinking oh, I'm gonna pick this up and you know take it home. And I got to the booth and I gave them the receipt and they handed me my book and they're like, Oh, he'll be here in a few minutes. And I was like, what? Uh-huh. <laughs> so basically I was purchased to not get the book already pre-signed, but to get it to buy the book and then get in line for him to sign it. How, how long was that line? Well, I was the second one in line because <laughs> I went a little bit early. Second in line. Look at yeah, you. But, but here's the cool thing. I was there as press as media because I was shooting it and I talked to I guess the supervisor running the booth mm-hmm. and I was like hey I explained to him I was there with press and I said hey I can um, shoot some video of him signing at your booth you know give you a little promotion and things like that and I'll, I'll, I'll let you guys have some of the video and just let them know so I can get a little closer so they don't freak out so mm-hmm. the manager told Stanley's security detail that what I was doing so I was kind of like right I got to shoot right in front of him 
behind him to the side. I was super close. So that was the, well, that was probably the coolest thing that I got to see as a, uh, as far as celebrities. And like, I guess you could say being able to be in his presence and him being so nice and so cool about it. That, that was awesome. Mr. Stan Lee. Yeah. I still have Crazy. the book. I should have, I, I should have got it out for you. So, Stan, but it, that, it, that it is really so cool, cool, man. It's probably one of my favorite autograph pieces. I remember seeing an interview with him about, uh, they asked him about the X-Men, like, how did he come up with it? And they go like, how did, how did they come up with the, the powers and everything like that? He's like, well, I've already done radioactive spiders and gamma rays and all this. Mm. He's all, I was going to say they're born with it. Simple. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> they're born with it. You know, nothing to explain. They're born. They're born with it. I mean, this stuff is just crazy how evolved it's gotten now. Yeah. Because what Captain America was written in the what, 1920s? Yeah, back, back, in back in the day, like the, the day. you mean the time set? <laughs> yeah, the time set. Well, yeah. Well, actually, yeah. when when he started that stuff too, no. When, uh, well, forties um, or something. Well, he, I think he didn't make it. He didn't really make it big until he was like in his late thirties, mid forties, when he finally mm-hmm. got like Spider Man published and things like that. So, it was a it's a wild ride for him. It's a wild ride. So everybody, go Google or YouTube uh, Stanley to check that out. See where. All the crazy Marvel universe came from. You can fact check me. <laughs> <laughs> now let's get into something that that you've been passionate about. This brand new show, locally sourced El Paso. I've been honored to to come out on it. You know, one one of the episodes. Um, what was the idea on, on wanting to start this brand new show? Well, I've had this idea for a while, um, but it was more of um, kind of a it was kind of a take on diners, drive-ins and dives with uh, Guy Fieri, but I wanted to do it here locally, but not just restaurants, but I want, I had ideas to do other local businesses as well and kind of like had it on the back burner for a while. And when the pandemic started and, you know, Zoom got a little bit more popular and everyone kind of knew how to use it a little more and more. I was like, man, I could probably do it this way for a while just to get it started. Mm-hmm. So I kind of just reached out to a few people. You being one of them and a lot of the Los Botogs, mm-hmm. especially being on the first show in the first episode. And it kind of just took Botogs. off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it just kind of took off from there, man. It's, I mean, it's been a lot of fun. Um, I've had, um, um, you know, off the grill food truck on um, just a lot of other local places just to try to help promote them and keep them going. Um, another place I had was, um, is an East side place called bold burgers and tacos. What was that? What was it called? Bold Burgers and Tacos. Bold Burgers and Tacos. So you got me on that last word right there. I was like, mm, okay. yeah, right. <laughs> and and that, the, the owner there, he's super cool dude. He said um, the interview, he was actually a truck driver. He'd be out all week doing the deliveries and stuff. He said he would come home and they would kind of like open up shop on the weekend, cooking and selling their stuff and then pack it up. And then he'd be back on the road on Mondays. And then he said, just like one day, he just decided, you know what, let's do it. So he decided to do it full time and they've been going strong, I think for a few years now. And he said yeah. it, like his passion was cooking and that he, he loves it. Old burgers and tacos. Got to go try yeah. that out there. It's now, good. Now, now, why is it so important staying on that local level? Like what, 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 what's the driving force on that for you? Well, I mean, uh, you, you got, um, I mean, everyone complains about it or not complains, but they, they mention it, 
like with um a lot of like the bigger places like the like all the walmarts and lows and stuff especially now in the pandemic like they, they've never been closed never been closed and you got places like um another place like the district uh food and pub that they were they've been closed down a few times because they were kind of just designated as a bar and they had to reapply for licenses or get permissions to reopen as a restaurant and they've been closed down a few times mm-hmm. i mean it just like sucks for the local person and um for them to get so much only so much aid from the government it's just the way my way of trying to help out the local scene the local businesses here and mm-hmm. it, it's it's been really cool I've, I've, hopefully i've helped out a little bit or got them a customer or two but i mean i like to eat especially locally too so just trying to keep everyone going help everyone out exactly what, what what's the you think the post going around you're by shopping local you help what is it you don't help a ceo get a third house or another yacht you you're helping, <laughs> yeah. you're, you're helping a kid get uniforms and you know you know start a softball team or something like that you know just keeping that money local which is always yeah. a great thing you know trying trying to invest in the in the city yeah you gotta try i mean you got places like um i don't know if you've ever been to rubik's there that uh game bar out on on mesa the, the I, same I, bar. I have not but i've heard of it i've, I've driven by yeah. it but I, I haven't i haven't actually stopped in there yeah they're, they're all they're also going to the same thing about not being able to open because you know, um, because of their bars. And then their big draw is the arcades and you can't really have people touching the arcades and playing. So, I mean, that, that hurts their business. Yeah, this pandemic's then, changed everything. Yeah, everything. it just really, really sucks. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, what, what can people see for future episodes, you know, on locally sourced El Paso? Well, we've got, um, I've done a couple, the next couple ones, like uh, I think um, I have one coming out where I spoke with one of the project manager, the project directors with the Boys and Girls Club. Um, I used to work with her at the school district as well, but she's done a lot of cool things. And she, she's been on for about a year and a half now and uh, almost two years, maybe, maybe three. But I mean, she's had to handle the pandemic as well because they always had after school programs for the kids. Um, so now they had to rely, rely a lot on online and virtual stuff. And they've done a lot of cool stuff um they done like they do like they'll host live um video chats on zoom like showing kids how to make a make a snack for themselves or they'll have exercise or yoga sessions so it's been really challenging for them but it it looks like they've done a really good job handling it awesome and that's that's going to be on one of your next episodes correct yeah that one and then the other two ones we've done um we actually went out of el paso um i spoke with the owner actually the owner he owns um, Zia Comics up in Las Cruces. Mm-hmm. And uh, oddly enough, he's also the owner of El Paso Comic Con. So uh, his, uh, his story will be coming out too. And then awesome. we got back yesterday um, from Sparky's Barbecue and Espresso out in Hatch, New Mexico. Ooh, I, you know, I've heard about that place when I, when I went to the, the Albuquerque Comic Con. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of the guys, um, they're on, on their way back, driving back. They're like, hey, you got to stop by there. And I was like, I, I got to, I got to. They go, it's a little drive off the off the route, but it's worth it. So it's that's worth. definitely, that's definitely on my list. I'll, it's I'll like an hour. 
it's like an hour 15 minutes from my house because we're up far northeast but dude it's worth the drive like um my go-to is the double uh green chili burger it's awesome Ooh, so it, it, it takes that water burger one out the park to... oh yeah dude doesn't even compare <laughs> it's good don't get me wrong that's but first that's first you got you got um you got the the hatch chili was like in their backyard and i think the owner has his own like chili farm as well and super cool guy by the way man super cool guy mr nun's uh he's a good he's a good guy that's so cool showcasing i guess local and regional stuff but it's yeah it's it's all we all one big family we all one yeah. big family here um what's been, what, other than the the pandemic what's been the most challenging thing that you had to overcome with with you know launching this new show um i guess just like trying to convince people like since it's so new they're kind of like who are you or what do you do kind of got to convince them like um you know i'm trying to trying to help out local businesses because mm-hmm. i know sometimes like um a lot of people are afraid of the media and they're like oh well you know you're gonna get me on that gotcha journalism or something like that or like <laughs> usually punked <laughs> yeah no kidding like they're so they're so afraid and it's like um usually i like i, I get them on finally I'll, I'll let them know you know what well, this is about your business i'm trying to help you out i'm not gonna i'm not gonna make you look bad because if i make you look bad it might make it'll make me look bad so um it's just kind of like let them know it's a friendly conversation just to promote their business that is so awesome. So awesome. So now where can everybody find your works at? Go ahead and drop your social handles and all that awesome. jazz. Well, um, I, you can find us on Facebook and uh, Instagram under locally sourced EP. And we just, I just started the YouTube page, dropping all the episodes on there at the same name, locally sourced EP. Just search it up, subscribe, you know, keep up. And if anyone knows a local business in El Paso, we'd be happy to help you out and have you on the show. Perfect. What's that email that they can reach you as well? They can reach me at locallysourceep at gmail.com. Awesome. Great. As always, it's a pleasure, my friend. I wish you nothing but the best with this show. It's going to be a hit. I mean, who else doesn't want, you know, some good, you know, free publicity? Uh Oh, he got it. Right. No, like like Ray said, nobody likes a soggy taco on that, right? You know. Yeah, we nobody. we started a little earlier because I didn't want the tacos to get soggy. Mm-hmm. Like I said, so Ray, I really really want to thank you for joining me on this uh, brand new episode of Taco Tuesdays with Ace. It's been a while. I think the last uh, one I had was Mr. Steven Montez, uh, who is now a part of the Washington football team. That's awesome, right? right? And I know you're a Kansas City chef. I mean, chief. The Super Bowl world champs right there. (laughs) See what happens, man. I I just hope like I just hope the NFL season happens and people are um are hope they're smart about the pandemic, especially if they go see it in person. So that way we we can have a NFL season and hopefully the um, MLB season can finish too. You mean the Slam Diego Padres? Hmm? Is that what you're talking about? Dude, those guys are awesome. They beat a. they're 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 kicking some butt man yeah as 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 we're recording this episode i think they beat the rangers and the astros Mm -hmm. convincingly yeah right i I can't remember what was it four grand slams or something like that every day for five days or six days 
shout out to the Padres and the Chihuahuas right there. You know, yeah. some, yeah. some of the guys we got to see. We didn't get yeah. to see Fernando Tatis here play. He went from double A to straight to the bigs, but mm-hmm. that boy can play. Yeah, yeah, no kidding, dude. He can. He gets El Nino. El Nino. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the Chihuahuas. We miss you. You know, next year we'll be back. And like I said, thank you guys for joining us on this edition of Taco Tuesdays with Ace. You can follow on the YouTube channel and Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Got to get a Twitter, right? Got to get a Twitter. Twitter. So until next time, ladies and gentlemen, my name's Ace. That is Mr. Ray Jackson from Ray Works and Locally Sourced EP. And we'll see you soon. Thank you.